Hello and welcome to Hearsay. As usual, I am Diane Neal, your host, and with me today, we are so lucky. Danny is not here, but that's okay. We have the world's greatest guest, so we're going to just start with the interview. Brian Balthazar, thank you so much for being here today. Hello, good and to like, see you. Thank you so much. And fitting into this in the crazy schedule and everything else. So um, I don't thank know if you, you want to tell everyone where we actually met back in the day. A million years ago. Well, it feels like a million years ago million to me, but ago. it was a long time ago. We were on the plaza of the Today Show. I was a producer. You were a guest and you were about to do a segment. And I will say, I, I, I mean, as you know, like the Today Show is kind of this like, like hotbed of like celebrities running back and forth, actors and actresses. And then there's like somebody from the UN over there. And, you know, like, <laughs> so, so it's a really fun melting pot of all these different people. But you stood out as just like, you know, because I'm, used to seeing you on TV very serious, obviously. You're, oh, yeah. You're, yeah. You're, you're, you're prosecuting sexual offenders. And, and, but you were like hilarious. And I was like, Dennis, you have to, my Dennis is my partner. I'm like, she was like hilariously funny. And I felt like, oh, she, you are that person. And I'm sure you get this a lot. You are that person that people are like, I want to be your friend. You know what I mean? So that's a very nice thing to say but, about it. But the same goes for you too. I mean, like you, you totally oh, stood you. out like a universe of like producers. And like, you've had the, the most amazing career and like one of the one of the things that um producer danny and i wanted to do because it, it is it is pride month and um and we really want to celebrate because a lot of my fans are young lgbtq mm -hmm. they're not like anywhere they're they're like where we grew up like i grew up in littleton yeah. colorado yeah you grew up in red pennsylvania yes yes <laughs> like yeah totally. and 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 sometimes you never feel like it's going end or it's going to get better sure yeah so one of the oh, things sure. we wanted to focus on like this month in particular is like and that's why because you're you're such an icon and you made this life for yourself are you reading it's, the wrong bio i'm no, sorry I'm, I'm yeah. like i'm dead serious like you made you made <laughs> thank you, you thank you you worked so hard to like make thank your you. own work and make your own everything you know and move from thing to thing to thing thank and you. keep like growing and making things better and finding oh. out finding your place in the world and having to do it all and I don't think I'm wrong about this the hard way. I don't think anything yeah. came easy. You know, that's you're right. Thank you. Thank you about the hard way. De yeah, definitely. Thank you. Like I didn't have a roadmap. I didn't really have anyone. And and to your point, like I'm I where I grew up and during the time that I grew up, there was no like gay youth group. You know, gay wasn't even an option. Like right. I wasn't allowed. To, I was, <laughs> it wasn't even an option. That's the I best way to say it. They didn't want me to watch Three's Company. Because Jack's character was pretending, pretending to be gay. Pretending to be gay. Yeah. Right. So, like, I was pretending to be straight. So, I'm like, oh, boy. You know, like, I, I mean, because I knew at a very young age. I mean, or at least I knew I wasn't that. You know what it I wasn't, mean? Like, yeah, you I, weren't, like, yeah, like I wasn't else like, was. I wasn't like most yeah. of the other kids or the other guys. So, so it was very interesting to grow up in that environment. To your point, like, I also didn't have anybody really who um, could really tell me how it to apply for colleges or how to pursue a career, or get an internship. I was just like, well, let's do this. Let's do that. I don't know. It right. took me a like while. We, it took me a come while. Come from those places. Like, and it's like, I remember like sitting down with like iced tea once. Cause like, I didn't know what, like, I was like, do I get a business? Cause I had no one to ask. Like I didn't right, have anyone right. in the industry. There's no one I knew that was even remotely associated with this business. Right. Had any idea or even went to like East coast yeah. schools, you know, that, yeah, totally. that kind of thing. Yeah. Yep. And, it, and so you're just kind of learning by mistake and feeling it out and trying to feel what you mm -hmm. have to do. Yeah. But I, so, but so like, I'm, I'm wildly impressed with you. Like, I'm, Oh my I'm God. Well, it's impressed. mutual. It is so mutual. I'm well, and I love, you know, obviously 
you know, people are so familiar with your acting, but also your comedy. Like that is hard to do. As you, I, as you well know, because oh, you've done, you. you have done an insane amount of stand up and warm up and like, yeah. At the same place you're doing it, uh, that the, that your special is at Stand Up New York. And I was like, wow, it's like, I just, it brought back memories. I didn't keep doing it as much. I'd love to get back into doing it. Um, but uh, it's just such a, don't you find it such a fun thing to be up there and be kind of be your own boss for five to 30 minutes or whatever, yeah. just like. It's kind of terms. the most fun thing you can do in the world, like when it's going well, like when it's going badly. Like, I'm sure yeah. we've all had those moments yes, and you're just yes, like, yes. Ooh, ooh, there's almost nothing yeah. more painful. It's almost like exquisitely yeah. painful it's when you're true. Bombing. Yeah. <laughs> Drew okay. Carey, I think, said Drew Carey said you only feel as good as your last performance. And boy, because like if you, I, I, I can't say that I bombed completely, but I've had moments where like, well, that was a little flat or a little yeah. weak or, yeah. and I'm notorious for like omitting a word from a sentence, like an important word <laughs> like that I don't even know it at the time. Like this has happened on number, a number of occasions, often on live TV. Like I will say the one word that is actually somewhat integral to getting my point across <laughs> and I don't even know I did it. <laughs> I call that the sting problem. I, it's yeah. a long story, but it basically yeah. ended up as like one night at a club and like staying and like staying and I were sharing a bathroom. It was like one of those like first, you know, unisex bathrooms. It was really yeah. weird. And like, I feel like our urine was commingling. Right. And it he, felt special. He came, out, he came out of the bathroom like dancing and he's like, this is the world. And I'm like, did wow. he leave out a word? Right. Like, so anytime. Right. Like, like, I mean, he's not wrong, but like, is, there is still, it yeah. profound or did he just leave something out? Yeah. I'm like, that's so interesting. Do you, have you shared bathrooms with any others? I have shared, I was yes. next to a urinal, um, not a stall, a urinal with um, Nick Lachey. At really? Sir, at Sirius XM radio. And I, some, a woman recently asked me like, what do you do when you're, you know, when guys are in the urinal yeah. next to each other and there's like a protocol, there is like a, a it, it takes a real competent person to like have conversation. But most of the time you're like very safe. You're not like, like you know, like straight ahead. Yeah, yeah like, like straight like, ahead, like establish that you're mm -hmm. not you're not posing a threat. And in fact, there's protocol like if there's three stalls, you obviously don't go in the one next to them, one the next person, to them. Yeah. You know, and five, yeah. there's a whole like there's a whole system that's un <laughs> unwritten system of how you're supposed to use a urinal wall. Anyway, I digress. So you've been in the bathroom with a lot of people. But Sting, that's incredible. I was in the bathroom once with Iman. And, um, okay, why did I just forget her name? I can't believe I just forgot her name. She's like, everyone kind of hates her, but she just did that great part on We Crashed. Uh, oh, not Anne Hathaway. It was, yes, um, Anne Hathaway. Is it Anna? Oh, my yeah, gosh. Sorry. Wow. Not that everyone kind of hates it, but, like, she kind of gets that Gwyneth Paltrow, like, dis, you know, like. Yes. Actually, yeah. this is something I still feel bad about. So um, I was once... So they, I used to get called quite a bit by the, I can't remember if it was the Daily News or the New York Post to, to talk about celebrities. And I was called to talk about Anne Hathaway. And I didn't realize until like a portion of the interview was complete that they're like, it was an article about why everyone hates her. And I was like, <gasps> I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't, I was, they, I really didn't give them what they wanted. Thank right. God. Because I, but I still feel like, oh, just by being a part of it, she had to have read it. And I feel like I want to... Like, if I ever see Anne Hathaway, I won't say anything. Right. Because she won't remember, but I'll still be eaten alive by it. But I, I, I did you say anything to Sting? I feel like there's like a, a Fields of Gold reference waiting to happen in there. But like, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to. Well, did you say anything to him? I was just like, hey, how's it yeah, going? Right. And, you know, like, how you doing? Yeah. And then you like can't shake hands. Cause yeah, just, and, yeah. And like, I know he's, you know, Mickey Sumner is like, you know, she's been on SVU and stuff like mm -hmm. that. I'm like, okay, I know yeah. your daughter. And he's right, like, hey. yeah. you know, I'm like. Just like a lot of like, oh, wow. there's just a lot of movement. And then he right. just danced away. Like it was. This is the world. I love yeah. It. it is. I'm just like, 
is there something else that fits in it? Um, <laughs> but I always, I always find it, I always find it hilarious. Is it probably like you? Because you've met like everyone between all the jobs. So, uh, like, uh, just like a small rundown of your sure. career. Okay. Like, so, I mean, where did you, where did you start? Start. Where do you feel like you started? Started. Um, well, I spent many years working at Williams Sonoma in different malls across the country, and then yeah. finally broke into TV at a local station in Boston, which then took me to MSNBC, writing and producing, took me to MSNBC, then NBC. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm at NBC. And by the like, way, this is fascinating. What did you do at MSNBC? Was this is this when Ugh. they were like only in Jersey, like they had that Jersey? Yes, off- this is okay. Secaucus. Yes. I mean, what did I do? I took antidepressants and drank a lot of Diet Coke. <laughs> um, no, I didn't. I didn't have a doctor yet, so I didn't take antidepressants, but I wanted to. But um, it was I was very it was embroiled. I, I senior produced Lester Holtz. It was his first year at the network. It was my first year at the network. Look at him now. Look at me now. But um, <laughs> but uh, no, but he was but he was just like this amazing guy. So I produced senior produced a new show with him and then worked with Ashley Banfield. Lots of hard news, which was oh my God, really not Ashley my speed. Banfield. Where the hell I did, did Ashley Banfield go? She, she's at, at, at WGN. She's hosting a news, a show at nine o'clock on WGN News Is Nation. She? Yeah. The last time, last time I no. talked to her, she was at CNN. And yeah. they do that thing where they wake up celebrities like in the middle of the night and then just talk to them about whatever's like it was. a. I mean, wow, that's a crapshoot. I'd be the, I'm always afraid of cold calling people. So that would be my nightmare. They had, they have to know the call is coming, right? They have yeah, to know. no, they tell you the call is coming, but you don't know when the call is coming. So you just kind of wake up and then they, and then it was just like a whole bunch of questions. But, you know, whatever. I, I had a good time. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> NBC, like NBC, you're like, oh, my gosh, I've made it. Right. Because that's yes. how you feel. Yeah. And then um, Kathy Lee was joining the Today Show, The Fourth Hour with Hoda. And I they I, I got chosen to run that show for a while. And then a year later. I decided I got an offer to be a, a network executive at HGTV, Home and Garden, completely different genre, right. completely Com- different line of work. And I'm like, they're offering me a job. I don't know how I would have gotten this if I wanted, you know, tried to. So I was like, yes, let's do it. So yeah, I did I'll that. Do it. Then I um, did that for eight years. And then I got offered a position as the executive co-executive producer at The View. I got there and I, I will be honest, it wasn't like the right there. It wasn't the right fit. fit yeah. Um, yeah. So I I reached back out to HGTV and I asked them if they'd have me back. I was afraid to do that because I was like, does it look like I'm quitting? Like, well, I am quitting, but it doesn't look like I'm giving up. I didn't want to look like I was giving up, but I'm like, I also want to be happier. And I don't think that, I don't think ABC really, I think they wanted to do more newsy and I'm more entertainment. So it's like, let's just agree. Let's Yeah, let's let's just agree it's not happening. And like, like, yeah, like move our separate ways. So then all through this time, I'm trying to do other things for myself, like on camera appearances and stand up, anything that was like a little bit more my own. Yes. Um, and produce myself. And so I'm doing and so then during HGTV, I was back on the Today Show as a guest and going on any show that would happen. Like, like doing Wendy all these Wood. amazing segments. Yeah, it's really fun. About that. So yeah, much so more much fun. fun. So fun for like five minutes, whatever, you know, five minutes at a it's time. Like the greatest. And um, and then I left HGTV, went back to HGTV, left. And now I have a production company where I produce executive produce shows for a couple right now for home and garden television i mean i will produce a show for who anybody need a show i will produce oh my God, I'll, i need a show yeah. let's do a okay. show yeah let's sell a show yeah. that is what i try and do is sell shows and and run them and um and then then i can still do all these other things because i have my own company so no one can say brian willie did you need to wear that wig on tiktok the other day <laughs> <laughs> you're like yeah i did i did, I did. yeah but yeah. you want me to delete it because i still <laughs> sometimes i Still have a little self. Oh, there's so many things it. out there that I'm like, that was a poor choice, Diane. But I'm like, <laughs> right with it now. <laughs> right. I kind of feel like, well, don't you feel like now, like part of our lives at this stage is to be like, not 
kind of like screw it. Like, okay, really? If that 30 second video I did on TikTok is that upsetting to you? It's, I don't do upsetting stuff. It's just odd. You know, I do odd yeah. things on TikTok. So I'm like, okay, or Instagram. I'm like, okay, if if this is going to be the reason someone doesn't want to do something with me, then maybe I'm not supposed to do that thing. Then that. I'm not supposed to do it. Right. Because it's yeah. like the end. Although I do have to say I'm incredibly grateful that like I we weren't like young during this age yes. of social yes. media. Because yes. seriously, I would have been canceled a hundred thousand oh, yeah. times over for just yes. being dumb. Yes. For and just also, being yes. dumb. And I'm glad I wasn't around when we all had our phones and people were asking for nudes. Because back then I would like, oh, sure, yeah. Gosh. Especially when like, we were like, so like, cute. Like, I look back now and I'm like, mm, <laughs> right. I was good looking. Yeah, I would have been taking like so many I'd pictures. like, you want to see this? Okay, got it. <laughs> like, so I'm really glad because face, it, it, the internet's forever. It's really hard to escape it. Yeah, I don't know how anyone like raises children in like this era of like it's it's crazy. I know. I know. Like one of these kids that I love and like mentor, I, I like we were up until I was up until the middle of the night last night talking to her. She was having the worst time because like her little her social group had just ousted her for for some the dumbest thing in the world yeah. and she was like screenshotting like the text she was getting from everybody. Oh. And they were vicious, like oh. vicious. Kids, I will say kids are smart and mean they know how to hit for the jugular you know they yeah. know how to go for the jugular and they know their own insecurities are likely someone else's so they go right after it oh kid, childhood was hard I actually really was not I did want to grow up but not not because I wanted to escape my parents I just thought I thought I would escape some of that pettiness and even right. though some of it still does exist like like I'm always like I, but, I remember being like shocked because I was like a super nerdy kid like nobody yeah. talked to me unless they needed their homework done like that kind of thing <laughs> put in like garbage cans and in lockers in high oh, school oh no now, like Super, super nerd. Not like a theater nerd, like a science nerd. So like, you know, would answer questions from inside the locker, you know? Like, uh, you know? I love that expression of the geeks shall inherit the earth. Like the smart ones always do better in the long run. They always do better in the long mm -hmm. run. But mm -hmm. man, if someone had asked me like, you know, hey, Diane, do you want to like just peace out now or like go back and relive high school? I'd be like, you know, I've no, had thanks. a great life. I'm right. good. I'm good. Thank right. you. No, yeah. no. Hell no. Yeah. I mean, I, but how, I mean, it must have felt really good because then you were like modeling. Like, I mean, come on. That must have been amazing to be like, oh, hi. Well, it always been. you go to I the class actually, I never thought about like revenge or anything like that. And I've never been to like a class. It was weird, too, because I skipped grades. So like uh -huh. I was so much younger. Like, so I, I graduated from high school like a couple weeks after I was 16. So wow, you see, so like nobody, like no one was even the same age. No one was like around. Like it was, I was such like an outcast, yeah. and I was yeah. like, ah. and I'm like, and but that's that's also too like you know for everybody at home that's listening that like okay, life is miserable. You get to you get to move on, and mm -hmm. you get to move to like places like New York, and mm -hmm. you know, then, and totally. have a life that's so much better, and yes. like have community and stuff yes. that's so far outside of what you can even imagine right now mm -hmm. that you or just like hang on like it's gonna be okay it's all yes. gonna be okay you I just agree. have to hang on yeah you're building strength and you're and you're and you and you create your family i mean don't get me wrong i do have an amazing family and it's amazing how much time has healed and and kind of built understanding that's why yeah. i will say i um i my my mom has passed, but my dad is still alive and my brother is, is we're still very close. So it's like um, and my brother was always great. But I mean, it's interesting how like I think we are so quick to dismiss people who don't understand us right out yeah. of the gate and cancel people. Sometimes don't get me wrong. Sometimes we need to cancel people. But I do think for me and the relationships that I've had, I'm so glad that I was just like, let's just kind of let's do a slow build and understand that we don't understand each other right now and we don't have to talk every day. And then but I have a partner, Dennis, who 
you know, when I, when I first came out to my parents, they didn't want me to ever bring anyone home. This was before I knew Dennis. Right. Um, but come like flash forward to them hanging out with dinner with Dennis at dinner and laughing so hard and loving him and asking about him all the time. And that did not happen overnight. And I yeah. think some of the importance of changing people's minds is not shouting at them on Facebook, but being like, come experience what I'm really like and what my life is like. And then they understand that we're all human beings and, we, and it was a wonderful Right, and, the, and the then end. it's like one of those, that always, it always like cracked me up too. It's like when you see, like, it, it, like even like I was talking to the other night, you know, when people talk about nature versus nurture and all that stuff, and I'm like, well, obviously it's nature because who picks like having, right. you know, like, right, right. Like, this would be great. This is going to be great. Like life is hard <laughs> right, enough right. as it is. Like right. what do you pick? Like, just like why? It's so true. Why? Absolutely. But yeah. there is that beautiful thing about like time and about letting it go about and not forcing it. I mean, that's why even and and, and you're like social media is the same way. I always laugh because I lost so like when I ran for Congress, I lost so many hundreds of thousands of followers. It was hilarious. Oh but, my God. But like I was trying to make it like I used to always talk about politics and this and that and the other thing. And then at some point I was just like, you know what? No, this is a good place for everyone. Everyone can come. Mm -hmm. Everyone's mm -hmm. ideas are respected. Everyone believes what they believe for a reason. Let's all just be nice to each other because I there's agree. such yeah. a shortage. Mm -hmm. Like there's just like Absolutely. no good place on the planet. I agree. Yeah. And and it's it's weird. Like neuroscientifically, it takes um it's a it's a real thing. It takes 30 seconds of a positive exposure to somebody different than yourself to change someone's opinion. That, and then right. in I their life, it ripples, it ripples out eight, eight into their social wow. circles, eight wow. rings out. So wow. every time, yeah, isn't that that's wild? So every time, and that's, and that's, that's my Harvard tuition paying for that fact. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> a great, but that's a great one and really useful, you know, really useful. that's really, yeah. So if you're, you know, even no matter how awful someone else is or jerky or ignorant or whatever it is, mm -hmm. if you can just hang on for 30 seconds, you know, yeah. be positive. That's so great. It reminds me of a story. Um, so Dennis, my partner's from Spokane, and it turns out Joan Rivers, who I was doing a segment with at the yeah. time, getting ready for, um, she called me and said, I'm in Spokane, Washington. And we were in Spokane, Washington. I'm like, we're in Spokane. So she, like, Why are we all in Spokane? <laughs> right, exactly. So she was performing at this casino there, and we went to dinner with her after, and she this guy, this older guy, kind of like lumberjack looking type says, my wife, I don't know why I'm using this voice, but my wife really loves you. You know, not him loves you. But of course, like, not, not, my I, wife. But she's, and she's like, it's always the wife. They always come up and say the wife. And so, but she took this bracelet off of her wrist and gave it to him and said, give this to your wife. And I was like, oh my God, this is so powerful. And she, and I knew like, not only is he going to tell that story forever, right. but she'll tell that story. Everyone will know that Everyone story. Everyone that knows them that's going to tell that story yeah. for the and rest it was of them. Yeah, and it was from her collection of jewelry, which she had. And then she told what I thought was even more interesting. She goes, I wear extra jewelry so I can do it. I love the story because I'm like, that is, first of all, it's genius. Like, it's, it's genius. Like, it's like grassroots fan base building and also just kind and generous. She was one of the, I know people have a lot of things to say about some of the things she did as her humor. I thought she was hilarious. But, um, I thought she was amazing, yeah. I wish she was here to talk about the world now. But um, she was also one of the most kind, thoughtful, thank you note writing by hand, like gifts. You know, she was really lovely. And I, th I thought that was a great story. And, and it's like, a lesson we can all learn. That's an amazing story. Like, yeah. And I, I don't know about you, because you've, you've met like almost every celebrity known to... <laughs> Oh, no. I mean, you've had interactions with like pretty much everyone that's been popular or famous over the last couple decades. You've seen it all. But I always found like the people that were like Robin Williams, the ones that were the, the most wildly successful, mm -hmm. were the kindest, yeah. knew everyone's name, 
made sure to like reach out, look people yeah. in the eye, made them feel like the most important yeah, person in yeah, the room, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. And what a, can, can you imagine like, if like when we were young or if you were like a fan of something, like I always think about mm -hmm. this, like with Madonna, like if yeah. I met Madonna when I was young and she'd like looked into my eyes and like, or given me a bracelet, uh -huh. or told, asked me about like what I wanted to do with my life, it would have changed my universe. Oh, totally, totally. And you'd still be telling the story. And by, mind you, it's funny you say it because I, I have met a lot of celebrities, but sometimes the interaction is very brief. Like actually yes. I did meet Robin Williams and his assistant had asked, or his publicist had asked me to bring him sandwiches. That was my exchange was giving him sandwiches. And he was very lovely about it. He didn't eat any of the sandwiches. <laughs> I was like, and I, I called the publicist. I'm like, well, what kind of sandwiches? Like, what does he like? He must know. And they're like, just buy a bunch. And I'm like, okay, I'll buy a bunch All of sandwiches. Right. It was that classic, like, like young kid in New York buying sandwiches for a celebrity, not knowing. And then like sent out to do something. And you're just like, like oh. all the two turkey clubs, a ham and cheese, like a lettuce right. sandwich. I don't know. And, and he didn't eat any of them, but he was very lovely about it. That's hilarious. Yeah. Who, like, can you, can you, can you dish on anybody? Like, who are your other favorite people that did like kind thing? You know, the people that um, you just like, oh, wow, they were awesome. Oh, Maureen McCormick from the Brady Bunch and from many other things is actually wow. a very good, dear friend of mine. Um, and there, I have a magnolia tree out in the yard here that she had sent for my birthday last year and it's blooming right now. Oh, no way. Oh, that's yeah, gorgeous. Yeah. And she's really lovely. Um, she, she, she and I just became friends. Um, I once got Nicole Kidman cereal. Um, but because that was what she wanted. I think it was Frosted Flakes. Oh, yeah, um, I love Frosted Flakes. They're so good. She was eating them right man. out of the box. And um, and uh, and uh, the other Monica Potter, I adore her. She's a really She's wonderful lovely. person. Yeah. And um, Joan Rivers was a really, uh, really, really. I mean, nice and Joan's person. just like a le yeah. like, and yeah. to have a legend be that nice and wear extra truly. I mean, that is just yeah. so yeah. badass. It's a great, yeah, it really yeah. is. Yeah. So. Those are a couple. But. I want to ask you who like the meanest because like we know better than to talk mm, about that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I do have one. Oh, I've got a few too. <laughs> I always went, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, we have to have that conversation. Oh, we'll but have this, that. That's when we like, you know, you hit end record and you yeah. or, like you close the computer, then you exactly. unplug the, the computer. Right. You, you make leave sure the room. you make sure like there are no listening devices <laughs> yes, anywhere right. in the world. Exactly. Exactly. Like it already yeah. feels like we're FBI right now with these oh headsets God, totally. on a stakeout. Yeah. But it it always cracks me up because what I find hilarious is that. Um, the the people that are on my list, which is a very short list, so I've been yeah, very lucky. Same here. Yeah. But they they are on a lot of other people's lists. Oh, yeah. So like when I'm yeah. doing other jobs, like they'll come up to me conspiratorially and like yeah. cover my mic and be like, "Oh my gosh, this is what happened to me." <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Meanness, meanness is rarely an isolated incident. You know, it is like true. it's like that is like, and uh, you know, there are a lot of people. It's like it will then explain why they did it and how like the things that are working against them, and they're, they're sorry. And the next day they'll be right back to their old right, tricks like, again. Yeah, and yeah. everyone and you know the difference. Every yeah. everyone has a bad day. Like everyone's yeah, got a yeah. bad day where something's going yeah. on in your personal life. You just got dumped or whatever, and you're just yeah. a jerk for a little yeah. bit. But there's a really big difference between something that is like oh, an sure. inherent characteristic. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And you're right. People will know. People already, you know, everyone else has a story too. Or the, you know, the person like walking you up to that person will have that look in their eyes like, and please meet so-and-so. <laughs> you know, they, they have that look like they're in jail and they're waiting for you to spring them, you know? Oh my gosh. Oh my, this is, this is the one that cracked me up the most. Someone whispered in my ear right before introducing me to someone that, ha you know, that with that eye kind of look. Don't let them see you cry. I was okay. like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Wow. That would make me want to cry a little bit. Like that would make, that would like trigger the little like duct vibration. I was like, what, what, what? Oh, and then they were oh gone. No. I was like, okay. <laughs> oh no, no, no. <laughs>
<laughs> that's so that's so funny and scary. Yeah, it's it's crazy, but it's got to be. It's like I'm I'm impressed with you because like being on the production side has got to be a lot. Like it's it's fun, and I love all your segments and stuff like that. But it's oh, it's kind you. of amazing to be in control. Do you know what I mean? Like to be able to make those choices for yourself and be able to pick people and. Because, like, my rule for life now is, like, no a-holes need apply. Like, I'm right. too old. Okay, that's true. Because the funny, like, as you were saying it, like, when you were talking about control, did you say you might have seen my face glow over and be like, yeah. Because I don't, <laughs> I don't really feel like I'm in control. Like, I really don't. I was like, uh-huh. Um, yeah, I got control. Like, sure I do. Like, like, this isn't coffee, by the way. <laughs> this is, but, um, but I... I, I, do, I didn't I, know Tito's came in a ceramic right, cup these days. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, but I, I do feel like I, I have the like no a-hole rule. Like the, the team of people, like I'm working on a show with Christina Hall from Flipper Flop and oh, no Christina way. on the Coast. And yeah, yeah. Um, she's lovely. I adore her and I adore her husband. And, and the team of people on it, it's like, oh my gosh, we just hit the jackpot. You know, they're, everyone's just really really good and and really thoughtful and cares about each other and looks out for each other so i love that yeah you're and it right makes, it makes such a difference and like it's mm -hmm. it's hard because like when you when you don't you know grow up knowing anything about the business and stuff mm -hmm. and, you, and you you just kind of assume that everybody's going to be amazing because it's the most right. fun job in the world right, right like right, right. you get paid like yeah. okay i remember there's this amazing day like on the following like and and you know kevin bacon was my partner and i had been shot in the chest and like i'm laying on the floor and he's stopping the bleeding you know we'd like take a break and I'm just laying there and he's sitting there and people bring us food. And I was like, Kevin, like, this is like the greatest job in the world. Like, right. we're just laying down, sitting down. People bring us any kind of food we want. Like, we could bring red lobster if we wanted. Right. You know, like, and what so I your... always kind of assumed everyone would be like that. And then, yeah. but if you get like a, a bad set, it is like you start having, what do they call it? Like the Sunday scaries, you know, when you don't yeah. want to go to work on Monday because oh, yes. it's just like, you're like, yes. you can't take the stress. Yeah. And you know, it. you have weeks and weeks more of it to do. Yes. Is, yeah. And sometimes months. Yeah. <laughs> Some oh my God. It's what I love that story of you laying on the ground being, what's another, what's another thing that you were in a scene just being like, oh my God, I love that I get to do this scene. Like, oh, so many, like there was a, there was a great episode of like, um, you're so good asking questions. There was a great episode of SVU where I got to have the crap kicked out of me. And so I <sighs> asked them, yeah, I was like, hey, can I not have a stunt person? Can I do this myself? And they were like, um, that's a really bad idea. When I'm like, please, 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 please. You know, I was like in my 20s. I'm like, I'm really right, annoyed. Right. So yeah. I'm like, please, please, yeah. please, let me do it. Let me do it. Let me do it. <laughs> and um, so like I, I worked with like the stunt person and I didn't realize that you actually do get the crap kicked out of you. You just have things that protect you. So it right. like diffuses the hit. So, right. like, when you're so getting you really are going to get pushed on the ground. Oh, yeah, you're really yeah. getting kicked in the ribs. It just like diffuses the, the thing. So you don't break the ribs. You just end up with a bruise like that big. But it was. It was so funny. I remember getting home that night after filming and I was already like black and blue. And so I was like, you know, when you just strip off your clothes and was been Marcus is watching me go up the stairs, just like taking off all my clothes. And he's like, you know, he's like, Jesus, what happened? You know, like what happens at work? And I'm like, Marcus, most fun day of my life. Like uh, it was the most fun I've ever had. Right. Like working. And there were so many, there's so many days like that, that I'm, I, like I, I can never believe, or like even in some of the charity work, like I, I used to help uh, Rosie Perez run this charity uh -huh. that she started after the Crown Heights riots called Urban Arts Partnership. Yeah. And our big charity event every year was called the 24 Hour Plays. So we get all these like Pulitzer Prize and Tony Award winning playwrights. Um, we get like eight of them. We'd get eight famous directors and then 24 actors. 
we, they'd get a subject. They'd write the play overnight. We'd rehearse mm-hmm. it all day and then go up at the American Airlines Theater on Broadway that night in like plays of like three. It was and, and it Insane. was like the most 24, Insane. 23 most famous people on earth and me just because I was on the board. Right. He's like, that's the only reason I was there. OK, stop. No, no, you know, but there was this, there was like this one this one day. Um, and I'm, and I'm enormous. Like, so I'm five foot 10 and, you know, like I'm, I, I'm not like one of these small, but a lot of like Hollywood people, as you know, are very tiny, tiny ladies. Right. We have to talk about that. Cause I have a theory about that, but we'll oh, get to oh, that I in a get, okay, okay. After this, you've got to tell me your theory. Okay. But yeah. like, so I was standing in a circle. It was me, Demi Moore, Jennifer Aniston, Naomi Watts. And oh God, who else was in that circle? It was another tiny, tiny, adorable, but like super famous actress. And we're all like doing vocal warm ups like in this like hallway. And I had this moment, I'm like, what the hell is my life? Right. This is amazing. Like, I mean, this is really? so crazy. Like, Ugh. I'm like, how am I here? I how am I that. even here? Like, I don't Ugh. belong in this circle, you know? Like, yes, and but you like, do. <laughs> like, watching everyone make faces and like, oh, those are the moments that are the most, like, that no one else will see, too, that you can't, and you can't whip out your camera. Like, those of no, you yeah, remember those. Ruins, so, yeah. oh. And, it, and it's so just cool. like, and you're just like, huh, this is crazy. I'm yeah. like, life turned out pretty cool, man. Yeah. Like, okay, so I what's your theory? It. Okay. And, and, and you, me, you, Look at me. I want you to confirm or, or, or just take, plead the fifth. But I think that, is it because men always want to feel like they're bigger and taller yes. and stronger that they want? Like, because you always hear that, like, oh, such and such is a tiny little thing and t- so petite. And I'm like, it's got to be about the leading man. It's got to be yeah. kind of based in like Hollywood misogyny a little bit. Oh, like complete, kind of, completely, yeah. like completely. Yeah. And some people are like really cool about it. Um, like, I'll never forget, like my first big, because like when switching from modeling to acting, like nobody wanted to give me a shot, like literally nobody. Ugh, and I went to theater school crazy. and then they're like, you know, being in a real play. And I was in the Women's Shakespeare Company. No one came to see it, you know, and right, then, yeah. and then, you know, you keep doing things to try mm-hmm. and get legit and like no one will mm-hmm. do it. And my first big auditions was they were replacing Jennifer Love Hewitt on Party of Five. Oh, wow. And so they wanted you for the part and this and this. I was like, wow, they flew me out to L.A. And they even like picked out my wardrobe and everything. And I got in the room with all the producers and everyone and Scott Wolf. And Scott Wolf Ugh. stood up and he came to about here. Yeah. And we all short, just yeah. started laughing. Oh, no. And we were like, never mind. I'll uh, see you guys later. Thank you very much. Uh, but like he was really cool about it. Yeah. But there are a lot of um, because I, I have the I have my little theory is that like almost everyone in Hollywood would have been models had they been tall enough. You know, like <laughs> <Yes>. like <laughs> You're right. I never thought of that. Yeah. Oh, that's it, interesting. Or or thin enough. And it's wild because like the whole time I was a model, I met one person that had an eating disorder. I'm sure there were more that I didn't know about. But sure, like, yeah. basically, generally, everyone was very young and very, very skinny naturally. Like yeah. it was just yeah. natural. Like everyone's yeah. like eating Taco Bell. It's like, you know, grease coming out of their face and they're right. still a size zero. Mm-hmm. It was just the way mm-hmm. it was. Yeah. And then when I started acting, like in the Women Shakespeare Company, I was the only one that didn't have an eating disorder. Like everyone had an eating disorder. Oh my God. So it was like all these chicks who were beautiful, but they were short and then didn't have that like size zero physique. And it was, so it was, it, and I, it kind of carried on throughout my entire career, noticing this, like how the prevalence of eating disorders in, in actresses Mm -hmm. and also um, the height thing. Like there were very few women who were even like proud of their height, but -hmm. it was mostly because you're right of the men. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the men, I mean, I can't even list how many jobs I've lost because I was too tall or like taller than the leading man. And that's and then, a gut. It's got to be a gutting feeling when you're like, OK, this I cannot change. I can study as much as you like. Right. I can, 
Right. You can change your voice. You can change your hair. You can't change your height very but easily. But you can't change your height. And it's, and it's wild how many. So like there's some amazing guys. Like I was on a show called Power and Omari Hardwick, who's like crazy, sexy, mm-hmm. awesome, amazing dude. Love his wife. Love his kids. Uh-huh. Coolest dude. He was like, he was so cool. Because the, the, the director, I was like playing like the editor of Vogue. So I had like the most amazing clothes known to man. Yeah, like it was yeah, insane. Yeah. And she asked Omar, like, do you mind if I put Diane Heels? It makes me like 6'2", 6'3". And he's like, I love a woman. I can climb up like a tree. He's like, oh, he had, he was, yeah. had such like power oh. in his esteem, like where he was. Like right, he didn't yeah. care at all. Yeah, I He's love like, that. she can be taller. I don't mind. You know, that, that's what goes with the character. I and love then you it. get other guys who are like, uh, can you crouch down? Like the amount of time I've spent like crouching in scenes that I'm like, really? Or they're on right. Apple boxes, like lined right. up, yeah. you know? Oh my God, you can't believe it. It's, it's crazy. Like it's, it's so nutty. And it's like, you got nothing to worry about, you right. know, like right. who cares? Right. People come Ugh. in different shapes and sizes. Exactly. And, yeah. Yeah. It's wild. It is. It's such a weird thing. Okay. So what's your favorite thing you're working on? Now? I know that's hard to pick. Um, I will say this show for HGTV, Christina on the Coast and Christina in the Country, we're shooting them simultaneously in two different states, which is a little bit stressful, um, but th- that's the one where we have two amazing teams. Um, so which and coast the- and which country? Tell me about these. So Christina on the Coast is in Orange County, in Ooh, okay. around Newport Beach, Dana Point, Huntington Beach, that area. Beautiful. Yeah, gorgeous. And, um, and, uh, and the other one is in Nashville, Franklin, Tennessee. No. Area. Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. And I love going down there. I love I going to Tennessee. I bet you do. Yeah. I have so many friends that have moved down there lately. It's, they're calling it like the Hollywood of the South. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. It's, it's crazy. And real estate there is now like New York, You're LA booming, prices. Of course, it's insane. Like, yeah. yeah. But um, I do love it there. Um, and so, and then the other thing I'm doing now is just trying to create and develop and sell more shows, which is the hard part. Because I will say I'm not great. <laughs> it's not my favorite thing to sell myself. Yeah, I know what you or, mean. Or, I mean, I am, I doesn't, and people don't, don't always believe me, but I'm slightly introverted and awkward yeah. in, like, in some social settings. Like, I like a, I like a dinner party more than a big party. Um, yeah. And, and I uh, bet like, you're great at, like, pushing other people and championing oh, yeah, them would, more yes. than you are yourself. Yes. Yeah, I don't, and so that part is really hard, and I don't know if I'll ever get that good at it. So I hope to do really good work that work comes to me, which isn't always, <laughs> isn't, always isn't the most assertive of like I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> I mean, it does has come to me a little bit, but I don't know. If that's a way to like really survive. But I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going. It's my room for growth. I know that's like it's like room for improvement. I was there talking yeah. about that. Too. It was like room for improvement. I've got room for improvement. <laughs> right. For sure. I got a whole lot lots of room. Of I got lots, lots of, room of room right here. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so. I, those those shows I've always want. You're gonna have to tell me all the secrets of those shows. Like as someone that okay. is like I've renovated so many places at this point, and. And like done most of it, you know, when you can't find anyone to show up to do the work. Uh-huh. Like, so I learned uh. how to plumb and I learned how to weld. And I really? learned how, yeah, I know like everything. So oh like it cracks me up because like, you know how it is like in the city, like I'll have a girlfriend that she'll get like an estimate for someone that wants to put up a bathroom mirror and they mm-hmm. give her like 1200 bucks. And I'm like, bullshit. I'm no, like, yeah, this is me, a stud finder, a drill, right. you yeah. getting a pizza and a bottle of wine. We're <laughs> right. done. Exactly. It'll take 10 minutes. Like, yes. no, no, no. And, and, my partner and I have flipped a couple houses. We've never done our own plumbing or elect. Uh, I'll do a little electrical, but not much. Yeah, I'll install but, all the fixtures and stuff. Yeah, I won't yeah. like. I won't change it from scratch. I won't change from right. like one ten to two twenty. Right, like, you know, like I won't <laughs> exactly. And I, I like. 
I like like fixtures that are in the wall. I don't want to, like anything that could come out of the ceiling. I would mm-hmm. like I would hire out for that. But um, yeah, yeah. So I do I do love doing that. That's I love, and I'm now becoming like a gardener. I love gardening too. <gasps> it's the most fun, isn't it's it? So nice. It's so soothing. Alone it's with a- my thoughts, the plants don't talk back. No, they don't talk back. It's, <laughs> I've been doing a lot of. Um, I, everyone at home knows that I'm spending a lot of time with mom, and so uh-huh. in Florida, they're wearing my Mrs. Rober calf cans and just. <laughs> yep. I mean, but, but and, I mean, and, and I, I envy that. I envy that because I will say, like, I, and I know men are wearing them now too, but like, um, I do think there's something to be said for the light breeze headed up up the legs. Oh, I think it's that sounds kind of nice. Helpful. Yeah. <laughs> Right. It's definitely. The only thing that you have to worry about is like not just the breeze goes up there, but like mosquitoes as well. Right. A lot. You, know, gotta, yeah, you have true. to put a little off in places that you wouldn't normally. <laughs> right. The, the, the decollete and then the, the JJ. Exactly. <laughs> just treat it like deep, deep woods crotch, you know. Like right. Exactly. <laughs> right. It gives deep woods a whole new meaning. Like, <laughs> right. Like, we're heading into the thicket, kids. We're just gonna. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, this is what what they was telling producer Danny recently. I was I was going to visit some of my god kids that live in Europe, and I ended up taking Austrian air over. And you know, like you know, the little amenities bags yeah, that you yeah. get. I kid yeah. you not. The name of the brand, right? That they, was their amenity brand was Freudian Wood. I was no, dying. come yes, on. Yes, I saved everything. I was laughing <laughs> so hard. And like, no one else, like, we're open. And I'm like, <laughs> right. <laughs> anyone well, else? Anyone think this yeah. is hilarious? Okay. So we, that's so funny you say that because we, um, my partner, I used to have this little cottage on a lake up in Northeast PA, the Poconos. Mm. And up there, like, in, in like the more fancy places, like, people will name their house. Oh, yes, you know, yes, you know, and yes. um, we're like, and that just feels a little much for us. But we're like, we got to do something. So we, we need a fun it, fake. Like right, one. So, yeah. Yes. So we called it Morning Wood. And no one. <laughs> I think we could, oh, but we never like had anything printed up. We didn't get a sign, you know, but we were like, oh, because whenever someone asked, so we call it Morning Wood. And and it was so interesting to see who would know who would think we didn't know and other people they're like oh it sounds so charming and quaint I'm like, oh, yes. oh, yeah, but... meet you at morning wood oh, <laughs> right yes. please join us at morning wood <laughs> and, and so and because some of these people are like okay it's a house we don't need to call it like you know people are very funny with their, their I, things I, I, it always cracks me up yes the ones that have names but i love naming things like i'll name almost any inanimate object I do. I I have named my car, or I haven't. Yeah, I haven't I name named my recent car, but I do like that. I just, just I, it has to be somewhat ironic or or silly. Right, something something yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, like all yeah. all of my when I um when things were going more fantastically, I I would I I love cars and I would like collect cars, mm-hmm. and they were all named after Spartan leaders against the rebellion against the slave rebellion against <laughs> oh, Rome. Wow. Yeah, and you know, so it was hilarious. So I have like Gatticus and Spartacus and Crixus, well, and then I had Gary. You know, I love, like, I love the, I love a basic name on an object. I really do. Or a dog. Oh my God, like, like the best. I like a dog named Gary or something. Like, I, I seriously. Like, yeah. Well, I like okay. That. So like down, like in, in Florida, it's talking of gardening. So like this giant taro root plant, right? You know how giant they can get, right? They're the kind where you have like, you can use one leaf as like a three foot big umbrella. Like if you're in the tropics <laughs> right, right. and randomly, like, so there's kind of nowhere to shop around there. Right. So uh-huh. I, you know, I'm not much of a Walmart shopper right. for, for a zillion reasons, you know, yeah, cause sure. like, I believe yep. it, you want people to be hired in America. You can't mm-hmm. get like 12 tube socks for three ninety nine. Right, you know, true. that are made that's in China, true. Right. Like yeah. so you, so you try and, you yep. know, um, where we were getting our plants and they were throwing out like all these plants. And like we found this giant like tarot plant that 
that I looked online. Like we were to buy it like at a real nursery. It was like 500 right, bucks. Right, it was ridiculous. Crazy, yeah. We got it for like $17, but it's, yeah, it was insane. And I do like, love she marked bargain. it down. I do love Yeah. And by the way, like no one was working the garden section. So I ended up going to like the Walmart garden section every day and watering everything because it was making me super sad that everything was just okay. dying. You were like, like, this is you are like a common law employee. Like it's like a common law marriage, a common law stab. It was like breaking people, my heart. People would start asking where things are. And oh, you'll know did, yeah. and you'll know the answers. Yeah. You're like, I was oh, like, that's oh, over there. It's like, here, here, if you want tomato fertilizer, it's this way. Right. You should try this one. But it was. <laughs> can, can I ask you, are there, is there a risk of an alligator? where you live down okay. there where you, oh, it's so that, much more than a it, risk it's so much more than a risk of an alligator there, so there's so um it's so weird just saying my mom but because my you know i just think of it like my parents but like yeah my, yeah yeah they live in one of those gated communities in florida where like it's like a few houses on like a little lake and then a few uh -huh. houses on a little lake and a few houses on a little lake and inside this little lake and i have little dogs like you i have like a yeah. tiny little multi poo mm -hmm. and then i have i never thought i'd have a cat in my life but I have a cat that was born into my hands who thinks oh. he's a dog named Velvis. Yeah. Oh. So like, he's a hoot. I love like, it. <laughs> way bigger than the dog. <laughs> like, <laughs> but so in this little thing, at 5 a.m. every morning, this huge alligator comes oh, out. Oh, yeah. no, yeah. no, no. That's the hard part. That's oh, hard. comes out and suns itself for two hours on the neighbor's porch. Wait. Yeah. Okay. That's with that's its mouth. Cool. Like with its mouth open, just ready to roll, just ready, ready for to roll, just hangs out there, gets warms up or whatever it's doing, and then at usually like seven, seven thirty, rolls back in, and now I know it's in there. So like oh, I can't walk, like I don't yeah, want to go anywhere near this thing. Yeah, that's terrifying. But this is the thing that makes me the craziest. Like it's my parents have lived there for like twelve years, and like everyone in the neighborhood knows about this gator. Not a single person had named it. Oh, yeah, that is weird. I think that's weird, right? That like, if you have an alligator yeah. that shows up yeah. every day right. for two hours, like, name they're the a thing. Resident. They're a resident. Like, they're, like, right. the exactly. super. They're, like, the building. They're the complex manager or something. Okay. You got to so give I, them I, a name. Yeah, exactly. I, I had a fan contest, so we named it Jody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jody's good. I like that. It's finally spreading around the neighborhood uh, of, like, octogenarians. I Doris and Don were the first to adopt it. I, these, this couple that, like, are late 80s, always fully done up in like makeup and he's got the gold mm, chains and they're both oh, chain smoking it. in the covered porch. Dang, oh, come over here. I got a story for you about <laughs> Engelbert Humperdinck, you know? <laughs> I love, first of all, I love an Engelbert Humperdinck reference. That was a big, that was a big <laughs> artist in my, my there. that was my parents' favorite artist. Everybody Loves Somebody Sometime was their song. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So. yeah. Um, Doris you likes have to tell a me stories about dancing with him at the Holiday Inn. Yeah. Uh oh. That's a lot. That that's a. I want to. I want to know more. But yeah, are you writing all this stuff down? Because you might forget. And you. This is good stuff for you. This is. Like. There is so much crazy stuff. I like. I keep writing down stuff about. Yeah, my mom, and then I hope she never sees it. Like I, I accidentally, and I accidentally saw one of her boobs the other day, and. I'm, a lot, I'm just, yeah. I like. I don't just I'm what. Scarred. Oh, okay. So yeah, wait. it was it was oh. like super weird. I've never seen my mom in branded clothing of any kind. Yeah, okay, and for some either. reason, uh, I came out of out of my bedroom, and she was standing on the kitchen counter wearing a crop top. That yeah, a crop top with um with Snoopy and Woodstock on it. I was like that. Everything about this is weird. Like, why are yeah, you on yeah. the counter? Why yeah, are you how, in that crop how did we top? Get here? Like, yeah. 
But um, mom has always had what I like to call National Geographic boobs. Uh, um, I know. I mean, you know instantly what that means. Yeah, and, and it doesn't matter. It's not even like an eth- it's like any ethnicity. Like you could be like an Alaskan Malamute or you could be like yeah, a white like, person from fit. It, just, they're just not a, high. A lifetime of no support. Yeah. Basically. A li- that's and what, like that's sometimes even things pushing them down. Right. You know, like, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Wait. <laughs> so it was a very precarious anyway, like the, where uh-huh. the edge of the shirt was and the edge of the boo. And right. she reached up to scratch her back. And I was like, OK, I got to oh, pretend like boy. nothing is yeah. happening. Like, I just yeah. got to like, just like, yeah, it, it was. Um, and it 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 looked like an old man's testicle. Like, it oh, was yeah. a lot of vein. Yeah, it was a lot yeah. of veins, some wiry hair. It was. <laughs> Wait, have you let your mom see your special? Um, yeah, she's she's watched it a few times. She's like, I don't know why you have to be gross. <laughs> you know? well, one time. <laughs> One time I was performing. That is such a thing. I I can I get it. My parents. I was performing at a place called Comics. I don't think it's around anymore. Oh my god, no Comics! That was on Fourteenth. It used to be my favorite. So beautiful. Yeah. It was a beautiful yeah. venue. And I I didn't tell them. I go. I just have to run in here real quick. And I sat them at the bar. <laughs> I sat them at the bar outside the actual stage. And I didn't tell them I was inside performing. I didn't have them see my show because it was dirty, too dirty. It was dirty. And I used to portray my mom as like somebody she wasn't like a chain smoking kind of of course like former stripper, which my mom wasn't. But I used to portray her as that. Yeah, my mom was always like, "You have to stop telling people that I'm a lesbian." And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and "Is I'm she? Like, Is no, she? No, she and my dad were married fifty four years. But like, <laughs> but I was always like convinced because she does like like she's I've never like I've only seen her in makeup once, and it was at my and like I hired like the whole. Like I had the whole gang from like SVU, my hair and make people come down and like, you know, for two weeks into like Dominican to like do hair and make. We had a great time. Amazing. I'm like, mom, use them. Like I saw her and it was it was like Catherine Hepburn in the twilight years had put on her mascara. Like it was everywhere, you know, not from crying or anything. It was just right. everywhere. And I'm like, mom, we have people for this. Like, that's the only time I've ever seen her in, in makeup. And she's a math. Pro- she was a math professor. So she's just she's very. Right. You know. She so that's where you get your book. That's where you get your smarts. Was your your, your dad? Dad was a real federal attorney. But wow. um, okay, so it's his, all in no, the blood. Like they, you got lots of like, intelligence, like coursing through all your veins. Yeah, yeah. They're but like it always cracks me up because mom will tell me these stories about like the pool, like at the comp, like the housing complex. She's like, mm-hmm. oh, there was this girl there that couldn't swim. So I was like, come sit on my lap. And I'm like, wait a minute, how old was this girl, mom? <laughs> right. I'm like forty. I'm like. Uh, okay. okay but yeah. i'm like you had her sit on your lap like she tells me these stories where i'm just like I was right right so i always thought like if dad died like if it if it if all of a sudden mom just like came out she's just from right. that era where yeah. i don't even think she knows right but right. i always think there's a bit of a possibility yeah, and you know a little, yeah that's cool i would like to dabble now and then you know right little... have a little fun before you yeah. go mom yeah, exactly. like, you know, <laughs> exactly. you're letting young women sit on your lap Why while not? you teach right. them to swim huh? right what's another few inches from there you just like you know <laughs> <laughs> she's always like stop it and then my sister gets really mad at me and i'm like whatever oh uh, well i did like a moth story to like i did like a moth hour about it i think i'm a storyteller oh my god really <laughs> Oh my God. They, so I well, know what you mean. Like yeah. it's sometimes you're just like, please don't listen. Right. Just <laughs> please don't, don't just, watch. You're better off not knowing it sometimes. But I, mean, I, I, part of me wonders if I should have had them come in, but maybe, you know, it was for the it's best. It's so the hard time. though, because like, and then, and I'm sure this happens to everyone always thinks everything is true. Right. 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 Yeah. They take it way too literally. I don't think they really understand. Well, also like there wasn't the comedy scene when they, you know, the, what they saw in comedy was like the one comic on a talk show, like once a week. Right. You know, 
back then. So they didn't really, the concept, uh, Bob Hope was their comic. You know right. I mean? They weren't watching like Netflix specials, right. like where someone's <laughs> right. telling. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. So like, yeah, even my, the current one, it's all, it's all about a bad date. And everyone's like, who's the date with? And I'm like, it's like, it's a bunch of people. And it's, right, you know, right. half of it's made up. Completely. And, you know? Love it. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's wild. So like, what's it like, if you could do, if you could like, what's your goal for like the future? What's your, What's like your favorite thing? Like if you could be anything in the world, like if I could be anything in the world, I'd want to be like John Stewart in his heyday. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Um, I would like to do more kind of, I would like to do more scripted comedy, which is a really hard thing to get into now. But um, for me, I mean, but um, like I, I like the idea of um, doing something more scripted because I've so even 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 if it was hosting. Like so much what I, I do of what I do is off the cuff and unscripted, even if it's a guest on the show. Yeah. Um, and it's so I would just like a little bit more structure, even if it's co although I would do improv comedy, too. But I would like to do something a little bit more scripted. But That'd be um, really boy. cool. Yeah, we'll see. Who knows? You know, put it out in the universe. That's Seriously. Yeah. I know. I'd um, like to do a scripted comedy, too. I like that because, you know, you play mean people long enough. Everyone's like, you're not funny. And I'm like. It's so weird. It's so weird how people think are, are, are so shaped by what they is clearly scripted that they're seeing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like people I mean, ask me if I'm a real lawyer and I'm like, no. Isn't that wild? It's yeah, really not fascinating. At, not at all. But it, it, it speaks to the, the credibility you bring to the performance, but also like it's not just like people on the street that are thinking that you're serious. It's the person in the casting room or the at the, you know, like they're this thing or whether you're like it. Well, it used to be even worse then, I think, because it was a time there was a time when if you were on TV, you couldn't do movies or if you were movies, you couldn't do a commercial. Oh, you couldn't do anything. And you, you couldn't, couldn't do, do commercials. Music. You couldn't do this. So, you couldn't do that. Yeah. And finally, that has broken down a little bit because everyone was just like, I want the money. I'm doing it. You know, yeah, and, exactly. so, um, and so that has helped break down some of those barriers. And now I feel like the rules, uh, uh, you know, rules, rules. The rules don't apply so much, but, yeah. but like getting in, getting through the gatekeepers Oof. and stuff. That's always the hardest yeah. part. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because those are like, did you ever watch the show Episodes? Oh, so good. I oh love my, the opening right, the sequence. Best. I always think about the head of comedy. He was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that blonde that's... Yeah, yes. Yeah. And are you watching Hacks? Are you watching Hacks? <gasps> I love Hacks. So good. Well, Caitlin, um, what's her name? Caitlin. I just know her Instagram handle. I'm Caitlin. Is it the young Hello, one? Caitlin. That's how she I know plays, her. At the end, she plays the Netflix, ex Netflix exec. Oh my um, God, yes, and, yes, And she's yes. so good. And she has a, Caitlin Riley is her name. And she... Her father was a, a longtime character on General Hospital. He passed away a couple of years ago. And um, she was just became a TikTok sensation for her. No way. One person improv stuff. I mean, she's always been auditioning, I'm sure. But it really took that, I think, to get her um, That's really wild. noticed by people. And she has uh, two episodes where she appears on Hacks. And she's fantastic. She's just great. She's very Hollywood. That. She's very Hollywood on that. That's a, that's yeah. I like if anyone network executives are their own special breed. Oh, completely. And I love the way they portray the agents and the agents' assistants on both of those shows. It's the hilarious. The one so the boss's well daughters. Like, <laughs> she's so good. She's hilarious. She's so good. It's that must be really a fun part to write for too. It must be yeah. really really fun. Yeah. <laughs> but those are it's like what other shows are you watching at the moment? Okay, so we finished Hacks. We watched The Staircase, which is that true crime. It's a is scripted it version. It? Well, it's yes, I think it's really good, but it's interesting because we all want it to be all tied up in a little bow at the end. Yeah. But the problem is, is there's really no real 
true explanation. Only two people were in that room and we don't know if he killed her or didn't, you know? Right. Um, so it's, and so, but what I did like it. So um, what did we watch? Um, I'm, oh, I did watch Queer as Folk and I only watched the first episode, the, the new version of that. I felt, yeah, how is that? How I felt is a little like... old. I felt a little old in it. And also like my life as a gay man is so different than that of a 20 or 30 year old. I mean, also even when I was in my 20s, 30s, like the, the show is is known for like the club scenes. Yeah. And, like, and so, and my club scene life was not at all like is ever represented on TV. Uh, because what mine was, wouldn't have been that interesting. What was your club life? You know what Why? I mean? Like, well, well, I was a bartender, but um, but I, I didn't like, you know, club scenes, whether it's gay or straight, tend to like portray like the the drug scene, the excessive drinking, the oh, like, yeah. sex yeah. in the bathroom. And that was none of those things happened to me. I, I like seriously, I yeah, yeah I, I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. So when I see club life like portrayed on a show it's hard for me to wrap my head around it you know and and feel like it's a representation of me because it's not for personally what my life was personally like it was all. like yeah and i always yeah. feel like that i'm like if they showed like a bunch of kind of like nerdy girls dancing around like their purses right. they put in yeah. the middle of a circle <laughs> right. like, yeah, that yeah. would probably like, be more a bunch of drunk girls going oh my god oh my oh, god yeah. i'm gonna call him i'm gonna call him right now i'm gonna call him exactly um so that would have been mine too so um, and I'm I'm blanking on what else we watched, but we we're ready for a new one. We're ready for a new show for something good, right? Yeah, There's always yeah. room for something good. Yes, yes. I do love Handmaid's Tale. Oh, Only Murders in the Building. I think is coming out next week Ooh. or a week and a half from now. And I loved season one of that. That was so great. Did you watch more the morning show since you've yes. spent so much time? Yes, on I did. Yes, in fact, I saw so many parallels between like. Even some of the sets, I was, I, I saw, it was interesting, Jennifer Aniston's character felt very much like a hybrid of, um, particularly Katie, and yeah. I saw a lot of Katie scenes in her dressing room was modeled after Katie's, no question. Wow. Yeah. Um, and I like Katie Kirk very much, uh, so it's not a comp. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The show and, and, and Me the too. morning, Katie's you're so different. Katie's always been, like, super nice and pleasant uh, and lovely. Nice, and, super yeah. cool, very funny. I enjoyed w working with her so much. So I don't, I don't think what they wrote for Jennifer is like, oh, this is definitely Katie. But I saw that they were like inspired by what Katie was as a star and 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 her her environment and things like that. And of course, the the what's his name? Not Drew Carey. What is it? Um, Steve Carell. Sorry, Steve Carell. Steve Carell's character kind of being modeled after Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer. It obvious. It was obvious that they were drawing some comparisons there and their relationship with or without that storyline. But um, it, what, what a well, show! What a show! It's like it's crazy. Well, I mean, it's it's funny. Like uh, uh, I'm seeing someone now who uh, worked for a very very big news personality that was taken down in the Me Too movement oh, yeah. and stuff. And yeah. it's wild, like, uh, and so I thought this was like a really fascinating thing about Steve Carell because I'm like, well, have you, have you, t you know, have you, he's talked to him. Yeah. And um, I'm like, is there any kind of remorse or any, and he's like, yeah, he has no idea mean, that he uh, did anything you mean, wrong. You mean Matt Lauer? Oh, the other person, the person so you're yeah, referring the, the to. Person, got it, got it, the yes, real person, the person that, that yes, is got not it. Matt Lauer that this yes, person got it, that, got I, it, got that it, shall yeah. not be named. But like, yes, I'm like, when it. you talk to them, I'm like, do they have any, and he's like, yeah, he has, he feels like the victim. He has no idea that he did anything wrong. Wow. He doesn't well, get it. I mean, I'm sure their world is very isolated right now. So they don't have, and they also their original world of, yeah. of fame was also isolated to those who were kind of yesing him. Yeah. You know what I mean? I always feel bad for like, yeah, I, I think about that a lot with um, a lot of the people who are, you know, in the moment that I always call it getting excited about themselves that mm -hmm. you take it. Because like the great lesson of SVU, like when yeah. I started when I was like 24, yeah. you know, we had people who were 
begging to play rapists for like the top of show, which is not a lot of right. money, you know? Yeah. And so yeah. it was like a real lesson and like it comes, it goes, don't take yeah. any of it seriously. Right. Like, just enjoy it for the moment, like mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And there are a lot mm -hmm. of people that start taking it a little too seriously and get what I call excited about themselves. Uh -huh. And then especially when they're surrounded by yes men and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wow, it is going to it's going to be brutal when that comes crashing down. Oh, yeah. In fact, because I, I worked at Weekend today for a long time and I, I was a celebrity booker at that time. And it was oh interesting. God, crazy. Well, it was interesting, too, because sometimes you would find people that were mad that it was Weekend today <laughs> and um, others that were thrilled that they were getting right. booked on Weekend today. So and it was always like, oh, OK, so it was like you, you could see a trajectory for some people. This is one musical artist in particular that um, that was really like, you know, this was a, a way on the way in their mind. This is a, on the way down of their tra right. trajectory because yeah. they were not booked on weekday. So right. they were on weekend and it was like the, and, and that we wouldn't pay. It's so interesting, too. Also, like celebrities that have everything paid for them. And then suddenly when they have the most money, everything mm -hmm. is paid for them. Of course. And then. When like they need the support and they're like, you know, not making as much money, the freebies stop coming. So and, it's like this yeah, double whammy. It's like, really, I, I can see how that gets in a person's head completely because it's like, how damn, it is a cruel. It's not an, I shouldn't say cruel. It's not an easy business. It's not an easy, but no. I, I remember yeah. like when I first found out about that, like, oh no, well, we're going to say no to this spot because it's at the, it's at the nine o'clock hour, you know, or whatever it right. was. And, you like, know? and I'm like, yeah. what does it matter? You know right. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and I do think it's changed. There used to be a time when it's like, um, they would only do one show because yeah. they would and give them the exclusive and nobody else would want to do it. But now, like, I think there's more willingness to do everything because there's so many places that it's hard to even get a, people to know about your show. Because right, and there's, there's so, so and there's much, just so much content. Yeah, it's just too much. So it's like, like yeah, you got to do it all. How do you deal with that as a producer? Like, with the like, how do you compete with the amount of content that's like out there? Yeah. I don't know. I, I guess don't it know just has answer. to be good, right? And you yeah, you good. just make it as good as you can and hope for. I would say it takes a series of several small miracles for anything to actually really happen. Like whether it's the show, like getting when we get a show greenlit, I'm like, wow, we've had like ten or twelve small miracles already. Yeah. So hopefully we can continue it. You know. It's brilliant. That's Ugh, the way to go. Yeah, All yeah. right. I don't want to take too much of your time. Is there anything you want to tell everyone at home? Uh, how delightful you are and so thrilled I am to be here. Wow. Oh, thank yeah. you. Well, flattery yeah. will get you everywhere. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, truly. I, I, I'm just, I, uh, we haven't had a chance to talk at length uh, in a while, but um, I do find watching you and, and, and your journey and, and how you express yourself and all of it, I just find it really um, delightful and and honest and fun and entertaining and every and and authentic and I just love it. So thank I'm you. absolutely humbled and flattered and delighted to be here. And so thank and you. Seriously, like it on like in all honestly, like ditto. And is there anything seriously and push tell tell everyone where they can find uh, your shows. Well, where they my, can find... Sure. Okay. So um if you follow me on any almost any platform, it's Brian Balthazar. B-R-I-A-N-B-A-L-T-H-A-Z-A-R. Like the restaurant, but like no the restaurant, but the no relation. Restaurant. Yeah. But no relation. And even when I go there, yeah, they're like, if I go there, they're like, whatever, it's a 20 minute wait. Really? Like, they don't care. Yeah, they're, they're just like, it's the worst. You're like, I just want oysters. I just want oysters. Exactly. exactly. Um, but, uh, and that's where I kind of put all my stuff on Instagram, Twitter. And I have a food blog. I have a pop culture blog, but all of it can be found on I my know, you, uh, you have like a ton, like you have a ton of amazing stuff. Ugh, thank you. Thank no, you. No, you really do. Thank you. Um, we should yeah. work. We should work on some sort of scripted comedy. Let's do comedy. something. Let's yeah. do it. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. 
I'm game. So, and you have to come down here if you need a little escape to the suburbs of Pennsylvania, where I'm, where I'm currently. I mean, it's beautiful, by the way. It's all right here, just to like see the garden. Yeah, please do. You'll you'll come up to see the but the the taro plant that's so big that we had to name it. We named it Carl. And I want to meet Jody. I want to meet Jody from, from a distance. Afar. Yeah, from afar. Exactly. Yeah. Like I'm always like, <laughs> how did nobody name this guy? <laughs> I love it. It's so weird to me. It's so good. All right. Well, th- thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. My um, pleasure. Thank you. I can't wait to see what you do next. And uh, Same here. Yeah. You're, you're a hero and an icon. Thank you. Oh, okay. Thank you. So just take it. <laughs> take you. the okay. compliment. Thank All right. you. <laughs> All right. Do the Valerie Cherish. The thank you. <laughs> thank you.